Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. All right. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. We're back. Another week. Another day. Another dollar spent. Um, <laughs> Fuck, man. Constantly. It's, yeah. It's uh, pretty gray out here, which it yesterday poured for a little bit today. A little bit of spits of rain, some thunder both days, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all because I love that too. Yeah. It's May. And to me, May is spring and spring means like showers. Yes. Like some, you know, not straight into to summer, hot, heat, dirt, dust. Um, so I've, I've been welcoming this cool down because it got warm. It didn't get super, super hot. It was a t- apparently above average temperatures for yeah. around here at this time. And the snow melt was happening fast and there was like flood warnings because of it. But then all yeah. of a sudden it's cooled down this week. And I'm like, yes, please. Like, I'm, I was I, I was thinking of what the weather was like when I saw you wearing that sweater. I was like, yeah. okay, maybe she's just like fully adapted to this Cali lifestyle. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I actually have a long sleeve under it, too. I'm a little bit warm, but it's. Usually, so I'm at Andrew's parents' house recording right now, and usually their house is not below like 73 degrees, mm-hmm. um, but since the parents are actually out of town, we took over the thermostat and turned it way <laughs> down because last night we were here cooking dinner and we had the door open because so we're coming in and out with the barbecue and also just um, to get some fresh air in. And so, with, and it was... Uh, uh, seven o'clock uh, it wasn't cold outside by any means or anything but it definitely cooled down because of the rain but we all of a sudden heard the thermostat kick on and we're like wait what did the did the heater just come on like in the house it said it was like 73 degrees on the internal thermostat and so Andrew was like sorry but I am turning this down all there god it's not like the house is gonna freeze by any means so now it's like uh, in the 60s and that is uh that's just completely doable for all of us. I would even for me, like a little bit warm considering our house is usually 60 degrees, but, Mm um, yeah, so I could definitely take the sweatshirt off, but I've been pretty cozy. So yeah, (laughs) cozy is important. Yeah. But it is also, which I've been really busy since I got back from Washington, just straight into work. Um, and we have our huge Memorial day weekend sale this weekend. So Working all weekend, I took today off, but this weather is like perfect biking weather. Yes, and so is. I'm really itching to get out on my bike because there are some trails around here now melted out. Um, one particular that I it's kind of my go-to quick trail, but I haven't gotten on it yet because I just heard that it's totally doable and and a go. But so speaking of that. I got a bike fit today. And uh, so if you don't know what a bike fit is, it's, it's fitting your body to your bike. Oh, tight. So because there's always in anything we do, like proper or better alignment for efficiency of things. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever taken an indoor spin class or spin class, whatever, Peloton, anything like that, um, they talk about body position and Amber taking a Peloton class. You've probably heard the instructors talk about body position. Yes. 
but I think they usually talk about it once you're on the bike and like, you know, straight back, like little bends in your arms, stuff like that. Uh, if you go to a like an in-person spin class, um, often, especially if you've never taken one before, the instructor should go through with you like your alignment and your pedals too and like adjust the whole bike for you. Make sure the seat height's right, the seat like forward and back is right and and handlebar position is in good mm-hmm. alignment. Um and, you know, those are very just like quick on, on the fly things, but you should also think about that on your bikes, like yes. that you're riding. And, um, I've never done a bike fit, but I, I know how to, you know, align one on a spin bike and the knee alignment and stuff like that, but I haven't fully adjusted my mountain bike or anything. And so this woman, Zoe, she's great. She is the founder of outdoor women's wellness, which is a organization that I'm an ambassador of and I've gone to plenty of their events but she does bike fit she's a physical therapist as well and we did an event last week not we um outdoor women's wellness did it and I attended and it was um bodies on bikes or bodies and bikes and so we talked a little bit about uh, the mechanics of your bike and also like kind of training too. It was, it was all very quick. Um, cause we talked a lot about the mechanical, I think more, but talking about strength training for biking and an alignment and stuff like that, uh, just how you should kind of feel on your bike. Mm-hmm. But so I was able to get in with her today and did my bike fit and it was super awesome and great. So I'm like really stoked to to get on my bike and ride it and see yes. what changes I feel. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't wait to share that with you because we yeah. mostly made, well, not mostly adjustments in my saddle and, okay. and with my handlebars, um, things I didn't even know I could adjust. Like I could, I didn't know how easy they were though, because this adjustment in my handlebar actually came from spacers. And okay. I, I haven't done a lot of work on my bike either. So I didn't even know that these things were spacers. I just thought that was my stem. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, like, look at That's that. Super easy to, yeah, lower my handlebars or lift them up. And I, I wouldn't have thunk that I needed my handlebars lowered for the wet crunchiness I was feeling like too close yes. to my handlebars did not, it wouldn't have occurred to me to lower my handlebars to get the correct angle in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. But when you and I went biking in Washington, I know you mentioned you wanted a new saddle. Yes. And, um, and I, I'm so curious why, well, like, well, obviously we don't have to get into this on the podcast right now or anything, but I made adjustments in my saddle angle because I've been feeling like numbness in my yeah. downstairs mix up. Not like, <laughs> I catch what um, I picked up. Yeah. What you put down. <laughs> um, I haven't noticed like pain per se, but like on these longer rides, I've been, I've biked to town a couple times, which is about an hour ride. And I'm like, get off my bike and not even, I don't even have to get off my bike. Uh, one with a, sh- one ride with a chamois, one without. Um, and I was like, oh my God, my vagina feels numb. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And then, so I yeah. told her that and, uh, yeah, she pointed out, you know, when I sit on my bike, the you sit the weight is on the back of your saddle and then with your shock and compression and all that like it moves the the nose up because all up in your shit yeah um so we adjusted the angle there and adjusted the 
the aft position pulled it back a little bit. So my knee mm -hmm. was in slightly a better alignment. It wasn't like too, too far off and then adjusted my handlebars. Um, all these things, when you look at the actual numbers were like pretty nuanced and small. Yes. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see how they change things out there. Um, and she, she used to do virtual bike fits, Zoe, like during COVID and stuff. And I asked her about it, but she doesn't do them anymore for the most part. Um, yeah. because I could, my question with that was like, wow, this is so, there's so much to it. I mean, it, it was a 90 minute appointment. Um, and so it's like, how the heck this would be so hard to do virtually. Cause you can't, you know, from this side, I'd have to be like, okay, bring the camera there, move it this yes. way. Like what's going on. And then Not I was real. like, so the person that you're doing it with, then you have to make sure they're equipped with the proper tools, like, yep. and able to make the adjustments. She's like, yeah, that's exactly one of the reasons she stepped away from virtual because the person that she's seeing needs to be comfortable with making adjustments to their bike as well. Yeah. yeah. So like, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I wanted to be like, Oh my God, Amber, you should, <laughs> yes. but I'm sure You're you can find someone in person to do it. But before you buy a new saddle and she also brought up to me of, you know, go shop around, like maybe go to REI yeah. or something, but ask about a return policy because like, get a couple if you're able to and test mm -hmm. them out and, and return it. Um, you know, that always sucks for business for a return, but like, man, someone needs to do saddle it's demos. Important. Yes. Yeah. And like, there is a local bike shop around here where they have this mechanism that you sit on mm -hmm. and then they put these little bead balls on this like foam thing that you sat on oh and so uh -huh. they measure the distance in between your sits bones and that's what size saddle you use and I did that at this bike shop for my other bike saddle mm -hmm. that I got and I like it I don't love this saddle I don't know if anyone really loves their saddle yeah. but um I think a lot of like saddle fitting and like getting your ass comfortable with being in a saddle is just more saddle time yep you know that is definitely you gotta train of, that cootie booty. Yeah, that is one of the things. But as she also pointed out to me today, it's like, oh, she says sometimes with clients, you know, it, it takes a lot of kind of poking and prodding and repeating the question over and over because before people are finally like, yeah, there's some uncomfort because they just think it's so normal. Totally. And like, that's just a normal thing with cycling. But, you know, to an extent, I think, of course, there's with everything you got to get used to it and time in the saddle will help. But there are also things that are just like, no, you can adjust that. Yes. And a lot of times it could be just adjustments within the saddle you have and not necessarily different saddles because there's so much debate or on that. And I guess she was also mentioning that the when companies provide tests or whatever with saddles, like the information that comes back can never be repeated. So that's, that means it's not really like reliable. Like mm -hmm. you got this result one time, but that's not a, a recurring result. Mm -hmm. And the information can also be very biased. Yeah. Um. So, so I think that's because I've seen a lot of stuff and information about like women's saddles versus men's or whatever. And just your, your, your physical body is so different. Like yeah. what works for me is not going to work for you. We know that just with clothing and the amount of conversations we've had about the way women's clothes fit like my That's issues nice. are my issues and yeah. sure I'm plenty of other people share them mm -hmm. but I can't say this brand sucks because their pants don't fit me 
Like mm-hmm. that's just me. Same thing with a saddle. I can't be like that saddle sucks. It's like, yeah. nope, it just doesn't fit what's going on down there. And especially mm-hmm. as women, you know, stuff changes. And I don't know if you know your sits bones move per se, yeah. <laughs> but uh maybe well, before or after babies or yeah, pregnancy for sure. Right? I'm not I'm not exactly sure how all that changes within in that, but you know, any other injury, your alignment changes, just the way your bike is set up. Like you can knock something out of place, your alignment changes and that can change a lot. So you can always be tinkering with your bike and making adjustments. Um, but I was just, I was addicted. I'm like, this is awesome. I want to know more. I want to do more. And she's right now going to be transferring out of Truckee eventually because she moved and she was only up here once or twice a week or maybe more, but anyway, She's not going to be able to be in Truckee much. And I was like, are you the only one who does that at this spot? She's like, I think I'm the only one in Truckee doing it. And I was like, oh my God. She's got to be busy. Well, it's not the only thing she does either. So I'm sure she gets a lot of bike fitting, but like she can't, she alone with all of the other things, being a physical therapist, like in a trainer, she can't service everybody, even if she like wanted, but I definitely want to talk to her and I was going to, I want to learn more about bike fits and yes. how I can maybe start to do them and offer that. Um, that would be sick. I feel like you would be a really good person for that because your attention to detail is pretty um, attention-y. <laughs> I, oh, I appreciate that yes. so much. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to look into it. I'm like, I don't know if you need some kind of like certification to do bike fits. Like, cause who knows these days, you know, it's yeah. Like I have convoluted. a yep, training or a certification for personal training. And, but I think, you know, I'm not a physical therapist, but I do think being a personal trainer, like that could fit right on in because I do want to make programs for bikers and biking. And, and man, if I could do bike fits for my clients who are training for mountain biking or whatever, and I also want to gravel bike so fucking bad. Yeah. It's so bad. It's insane. <sighs> Oh, it's um, the best. I would just love to be able to offer that. And especially if there's no one else in Truckee doing it and Zoe might be leaving, like, yeah, I'm about to email her after this to be like, hey, Zoe, I'm super interested. Like, you know, what can you tell me about this? And like, can you train me? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I, you know, learn from you? What yeah. do I need to do? I'll probably just go straight to her about asking how one goes about doing it. And um, especially because like with outdoor women's wellness, maybe I'd just be able to carry on like doing it through them, having them offer it as well. Not yeah. just me personally as a trainer. I don't know. I'd have to figure out. Yeah. The logistics, that. but that's, I love where your head's at. That's a great path to be on. Cause it is so fucking important. I can't tell you how many times whenever I see like even a little kid on their bike, I'm like, Oh man, he could really use his saddle raised <laughs> or like, man, that person is, their elbows are super bent or like you can just, there's a lot of things where you can just see, but like you said, like when it, when it comes down to like the tweaking, it's all very finite and Mm -hmm. like very like tiny tweaks here and there. The smallest thing makes a difference. And I feel like my brain is not cool with all of the tweaking. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, just, just set it to where it needs to be and I'll just ride it. It's fine. You know, like there's so many things that still need to be done with my mountain bike. Like I need to get smaller handle, like shorter handlebars. Oh, right. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. It's just like, once you do the things, it makes a 
world of a difference. It does. And I mean, there's definitely times, obviously with my, my mountain bike, like I've said, I've, I've been like, it's good enough. Um, mm-hmm. and I just ride mm-hmm. and I, I go through the pain or the struggle or whatnot. Um, I kind of pick and choose my battles and that hasn't been one of them for me. And I think it's cause I haven't been riding enough. Um, yeah. but this dirty dirty has definitely that's really what made me want to do is like I want to be as efficient as possible in my riding Mm -hmm. to to feel good riding and oh my god even with the saddle adjustment and then the handlebar especially getting like less crunched because she was talking about like a leaning forward more and I'm like oh yeah I felt so I have felt so out of control with my riding the last couple years and I was just attributing it to riding less um but I think it's a combination. Like, yeah, I haven't been riding that much, but also like my, I haven't been in the best position. I've been, yeah. body position has been setting myself forward. So of course, when I'm actually like launched forward or something, yes. it's going to feel way less in control. So I can't fucking wait to ride it and Yay. see how it feels. And I'm just so like, I, I always make sure I'm positioned well on a spin bike like why haven't I taken this to my mountain bike yeah um and I would just love to be able to offer that information to people because when I find those things like I just want to tell everybody yes I I notice whenever anyone's kayaking with their paddle upside down or backwards and it in commercials anywhere like out on the lake I want to yell like your paddle's upside down like it's just like you notice those things like you said you see people on the bike you're like oh yeah they need to go up they need to go down they need something they're like just once you notice it you can't get it out of your mind yeah you really can't yeah but (laughs) good thing bad thing I don't know I think it's for the best for sure yeah so any of you oh excuse me Wow. Um, <laughs> any of you guys out there, bikers, any kind of bikers, cyclists, um, if you haven't gotten a bike fit and you're serious about, <laughs> excuse me, my goodness. Little tickle got you good. Yeah. Go find someone to give you a bike fit. Basically is what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> um. So you mentioned the sturdy dirty. It's coming up. You've been home for two weeks now. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been seeing you active on like Strava and things. And do you feel, are you drinking? Have you been not drinking or like? I'm taking weekdays off of drinking. Good job. Because I feel like that's a good middle ground for me to not be too strict. Hard on. Yes. You have to give yourself grace in all fucking things and I don't want to you know sometimes it just you have the opposite effect right you're trying to do something and then when you realize you failed because you if I say no alcohol at all and I have a drink on a Friday night or a Saturday I'm like oh well fuck there it all goes all goes to shit and now I quit yeah but even if I were like I'm going out with some girlfriends tonight um and if I decided you know I want to have a cocktail I wouldn't I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm not Good. throwing, you know, it doesn't mean I have to throw a caution to the wind and have 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing it mostly because they're just, it's just empty calories. And, um, and I'm really trying to get to a place physically that I want to be. And I think that minimizing alcohol can be a, a big kind of helpful step in yes. that. And I say on weekdays again, cause like that doesn't mean on weekends I'm going ham. Yeah. Uh, like I had two beers last Friday and then I was just like, yeah, I'm like, 
I realized then I didn't have any of the rest of the weekend. I just had non-alcoholic beers because on that Friday I had the two beers and I'm like, man, it doesn't even do anything. You know, like I don't feel drunk, tipsy, buzzed. Like I'm sure I probably had a little bit, whatever, but I was just like the amount I have to have to get to this like state that you want to be in is a waste of money and a whole waste of calories. And I, but I want a beer. I like the way beer tastes. So drinking NA beers, I'm like, this has been great because I'm getting that beer taste and, you know, I'm not getting drunk, which I wasn't anyways. And, um, much less calories Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then no effects obviously like on my health the next day or anything. Cause sometimes, you know, I have a couple beers and, like so I could have three beers one day and feel like crap the next morning but I'm like Mm -hmm. I didn't even enjoy that buzz or anything off of it but I feel like so much shit the next day so I've just been noticing that it affects me a lot afterwards but I'm not getting anything good out of it yes 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 (laughs) um so and and I've also felt that you know I've maybe placebo effect or something drinking the beer it's like I can still be happy and like having a good time yeah so tonight I really want it to be an experiment too with my gal pals of like okay I'll have a mocktail and or an a beer or something you know and I I could still have a good time because I think I'm out of the stage of like being FOMO yeah like oh I'm not wasted like my friends and I'm not dancing at the club like I need to get in that drunk state of mind to loosen up I don't I don't feel that Good. At least right now, you know, maybe yeah. some event would come up and I'd feel like, oh, I need a drink to like boogie. Yeah. But I don't, you know, we're not getting down to too short anymore. So yeah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> no one's blowing the whistle for me. So I think oh I'm all God. right. <laughs> ah, the good old days. And besides, you only feel like you're getting low. You're not yeah. actually getting low. So. <laughs> at least i'll have the wherewithal to to know like yeah i ain't low for show um good times so yeah i've just been really paying attention to what i eat as well i've never been into i've never preached like calorie counting or macro counting or anything and i think mostly that's because i personally haven't stuck to that yeah it's hard um and there's just so much more involved into Mm -hmm. like getting in shape or losing weight or whatever that I've never wanted to put an emphasis solely on one thing. And I think people are, so many people have already had issues with food and eating that I don't want it to be a part of my MO to preach about that and, Mm -hmm. and awaken that in somebody. I want them to focus on getting strong, but nutrition still is a big part of it. So it's, it's been conflicting and hard to talk about. I mean, I can't give people meal plans. That's not in my wheelhouse and my expertise. Um, but I definitely suggest that they research stuff for themselves and pay attention to it. But again, I've, that's been my biggest struggle. So I feel like a hypocrite if I am to preach it totally, but right now I am trying to track again, not strict on it, trying to pay attention, just have a lot more awareness about it. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's just like, damn, it is, it does not take much sometimes to reach that, uh, calorie intake for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I have been in denial about some things and how much I do consume without realizing it. 
So yeah. Like, yeah, that could be the answer to a lot of things as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to really give it a good go of paying hardcore attention to my nutrition and my intake, um, as well as staying on a good training program because I've kind of always been one or the other, like I'll pay attention to nutrition for a little bit, but not be training regularly or I'm training regularly, but I'm not paying attention to nutrition. Cause I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I worked out. I should be able to eat whatever I want. Totally. And it's like, dude, my breakfast and smoothie yesterday ended up being like half my calories. Cause I didn't work out. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> a trip. Yeah. You know, just a bagel, cream cheese and half avocado. And then I had my smoothie and I make my smoothies like 400 calories. Cause I make them to be a meal. Yeah. I didn't eat them at the same time. I didn't yeah. consume like 700 plus calories in one sitting but I I can do that for sure (laughs) um but I was just like wow that's uh that's that's a lot that took up a lot of room what am I gonna have for dinner (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it it puts things into perspective too when you look at food as like a caloric value as mm -hmm. opposed to like a nutritional value or like what you're like get Get your veggies in. I think yep. that's the most important thing for me because I know that if I've gone like a day without eating veggies, I'm like, I feel like a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I know that I crave that stuff if I'm really thirsty or something. Um, and I know I haven't eaten fruits or vegetables. My God, I need all I'm craving is that fresh stuff that has water yes. content in it. Fiber. Like I know that when I'm yeah craving a lot of fruits and vegetables, I'm probably dehydrated as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just hard. It's so hard to keep track of and pay attention to because again, the thing is you can't just look at the calorie content. And yeah. Look, oh, I'm eating less than like 2000 calories or like, I know why it's so hard sometimes too, is because you're eating empty calories. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like I ate a, the bagel and cream cheese, like, that's what I had for breakfast. Um, but it wasn't that long later that I was hungry again because it's mostly carbs and just fast fuel. Um, and so I'm just trying to pay a lot of attention to my protein intake. And that has been helping because I haven't been wanting to snack a lot. I haven't felt like I've been overeating. I haven't been doing dessert at night. Um, and that's, the dessert thing is mostly like a choice for mm-hmm. sure, but my craving and desire for after every meal, immediately going for something sweet has lessened. And that's been awesome. a battle. Like after every meal, I instantly, I'm like, I need something sweet right now. Yeah. And I, that's, that's been less. And it, again, I think it's been a combination of mindset as well as I'm eating things that are more satiating than what I was eating you know, normally eating, but again, it takes a lot of fucking work. You have to pay so so much attention and prepare. And, and sometimes it's just not easy to do and you don't have time and this or that, but I've been trying to load up on snacks of, yeah, like meat sticks. So I'm like, okay, this will be my snack instead of a whole bag of chips, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, or cheese sticks, or I've been doing like nuts and cheese. mm Mm-hmm. Love it. I love that snack so much. Thank you, um, Atkins Diet back in the <laughs> 90s for teaching me how delicious nuts and cheese can be together. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I'm just on the go so much too. So yeah, having just go-to snacks like that are and things that are going to fuel me and not make me bonk. Um, yes. 
But it's hard as well to stick to because it's annoying when you see some people have changes in a week or two because I'm like in this group for this like workout program I'm following and some I've lost four pounds and this many inches I'm like I haven't lost shit yeah and I like that for me either don't feel like my pants have changed but I also have not put on a pair of pants that like button for a while so (laughs) bless up yeah I think that Um, means you're living the good life totally (laughs) but yeah it's hard to maintain when you don't see the instant results and I'm really trying to keep that in my mind as well as like don't get discouraged or disappointed because that is why I stop all the time that's why I quit I mean I love working out so if I quit for that it's because I just like I'm not having the energy or my body's hurting or something and then it's hard to get on a routine but with nutrition and following any kind of plans or keeping on it, like I just, I give up because I don't see changes in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, hold on. Just hold on. This is the long game, baby. Yep. You're running a fucking marathon, running a marathon. And, and it I is hate hard running. to keep it consistent. Oh, it's the worst. Although <laughs> I've been having urges to run because I just have been so physically stagnant. I haven't, mm. I was on a good roll with the Peloton there for like two months. And then I just life smacked me in a different way and I've just been so busy but also within the whole not moving my body a whole lot I am so fucking tired it's a catch-22 vicious cycle rather Ah, um I've been really I might have mentioned it last week when I talked about hurting my back um and so I was taking the rest of the week easy, but I've also been really trying to put a focus on my steps and getting steps in and getting 10,000 a day. And, uh, which has been hard because I've worked from home and, and it's, it can time consuming. So I've been thinking a lot about just trying to start running because I can get more steps in, in a shorter amount of time. Um, and I, it's something I want to do by myself. I don't want to go out on runs with anybody because they run and I just try to keep up and then my body, well, I don't keep up at all, but like (laughs) my body just then hurts. So I'm like, okay, you know, I want to ease into this and I want to start when I'm just going out with the dogs myself in the morning, like just get going for a little jog, just like doing intervals, run a little walk when I feel like it run and just on the flats, like, okay, I'll walk down my freaking half mile hill I'll get to the flat and I'll start jogging yep and when I feel like I'm hitting a threshold I'll stop yeah. I'll walk for however long I want and just interval it yep. and even that in itself will cover a little bit more ground in a shorter amount of time because as much as I hate running I do want to it would be lovely to go for a 10 mile run yeah in a couple hours like and explore through the fucking mountains Yes. But um, instead of just this boring ass, like mile down and back or half mile down and back because of my time constraint, like getting only three miles. Oh my God, this takes for fucking ever. I could cover, yes. you know, I want to cover six miles in an hour. I'd love yeah. that. That would be amazing. Yeah. So intervals, um, baby. Yeah. And I want to be able to do that and like go for a bike ride if I wanted yeah and I'm and running takes so much out of me that if I were to try and go on a run with one of my friends and run a straight six miles right now I wouldn't be able to do anything the rest of the day or week probably yeah so again I'm just trying to get in this mindset of slow and steady baby I'm the fucking epitome of a turtle yeah like I am the tortoise yep so 
<laughs> and, and it is okay. There's yeah. a lot of beauty and grace in a tortoise. Yeah. I fuck I want one. Yeah. <laughs> you should get one. I want one at the property so bad. Make them a little pond and everything. Yeah. Well, I don't know if tortoises even need ponds. They're oh, like point. desert yeah, animals. I'm thinking of like turtle. Yeah. I want a turtle like I used to have. But when we get a pond, I'll have those kind of turtles. I want a fucking tortoise, man. Yeah, baby. Tugging the tortoise and piglet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this the animal shelter that we got piglet and tug from had a tortoise a while back. And that's when I was like, I want one. Yeah, but the winters are definitely too harsh. So I don't know what we'd do with him. But yeah. (laughs) Cute. But anyway, anyway, so we've already been on for a while and uh oh yeah quite a while we did have a topic and we can still talk about it for sure but we wanted to touch on uh negativity and like negative thoughts spiraling things like that and this you know it all kind of ties into each other because the stuff we were talking about um of trying to stay on a just be healthier anything like that like I often spiral and have a lot of negative thoughts yes uh when I'm not seeing results I go into a very bad place, especially when it comes to like running or even when I'm mountain biking and going uphill. I, this is why I've kind of wanted to start doing these things on my own because I fucking cry a lot or want to cry a lot during these activities because I go into such a dark place of like, I can't fucking do it. Why can't I do this? Like this, why is it getting harder and harder? What's wrong with me? Um, to the point of just being such a hypochondriac that I'm convinced, you know, I'm dying and something's yes. wrong with me that it's not getting better. But, um, but yeah, I get so frustrated at how hard it can be. And that's just, of course, a surface level thing of yep. these negative thoughts and going into a spiral. Totally. But that's how easy it is for me to get into oh. those. Is In the a fact- matter of fucking seconds. Yeah. And that's and just, you just um, you're stuck there for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. what, or like hours or days yeah. or weeks. And you just have to like snap yourself out of it. Give yourself some true grace mm-hmm. and like change, like change it and stop it immediately and say some kind things about yourself. Yeah. Be like, look at the progress you've made or like I've worked out four days this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that when when you're in the spiral and you're going down that toilet (laughs) yes it's so hard to get out of it but if you just like check yourself like okay negative amber or negative taryn now positive amber and taryn are gonna step in and be like wow look at your physical able working body you have two arms and legs that can do things Mm -hmm. you know like you have lungs in your air like air in your breath lungs lungs (laughs) in your air and yeah, there's just so many things to be grateful for, especially if you do have a capable and able working body. God, I should take my own advice because I'm like wanting to take a nap before or after this, but I'm like, no, go move your just body. Go for a walk. Yes. Even like I hate walking so much again because of what I just talked about is it takes too long it's (laughs) very time consuming I have and I've always been against kind of like listening to music or podcasts or something during those because I'm like I'm out in nature I should fucking but I'm in my head too much and all I'm thinking about is like just being back home or being done or whatever so I've started to like lean into let me just listen to something to let my mind go and I'm actually able to enjoy this so much better when I have something carrying me on 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been hard on myself about like, listen to the fucking birds. Like, yeah. I don't really need to. I hear them all day long. They're beautiful, yep. but like, they're, beautiful. <laughs> they're not helping me get through this. Yeah. And um, they're not going to not go away. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to go away. Yeah. They'll always be there. But it is so hard. And that's why I'm very picky about who I do activities with, especially when it comes to something that I'm already doubting myself on. Like, I'm so slow on all the uphills. I am so nervous about going with other people that I don't go with often, which is pretty much now just like one person. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And but I want to start doing that and getting out. And I don't want to have to feel like, I always tell the person like, Hey, I'm really, really, really yeah. slow on the uphill. Like, so, you know, cause you just always feel like people are judging you and whatnot. Um, so I want to get out of that. And I will tell someone like, Hey, yeah. the uphill is not my strong suit. I am. slow. Yes. if you've got a time constraint or you don't want to wait, then don't, don't yeah. fucking wait for me. But if mm-hmm. you just, and it's funny cause it's how I am with people who do this to me. I'm like, I don't care. I'm outside and I'm on my bike and I don't have that time constraint. You can be as slow as you fucking want. Mm -hmm. Like, and I can choose to never go with you again. Or like I said, I know that when I go with you, like, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. This is how it is. Yep. Um, but the spiral, the negative thoughts, I mean, like I said, the fact that those come into such at surface level things of just being active. Yeah. And it's it's invisible. It's an invisible thing. Like everyone fucking does it, but you don't see it, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. And this is what we kind of talked about, touch base with like last week and probably even when we did the body image episode too, but with boundaries and stuff that I know I am so sensitive that comments people make off the cuff can send me into a spiral and negative thoughts and so quick and who knows what's going to get me out of that it could be time it could be just the next interaction with that person that is better um and it goes away or whatever but man it is really hard to pull yourself out of it and so for me what I try to do like you said you mentioned of just like pausing and bringing that positive Taryn in yeah and being happy and thankful for a, a moving body, an able body, the, the um, privilege of having the tools to get me outside or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And when it comes to just negative thoughts and spiraling from a comment that someone's made or uh, just comparing, feeling bad. Yep. Comparing. comparing. That's um, a bad one. That, it's a similar thing is just like recognizing that you're in that like hey I'm spiraling I'm fucking spiraling Mm -hmm. so you know hold on not like hold on for the ride but like I just imagine like being in one of those spinny rides or something and just like putting your arms out like just like stopping yeah being in a spinny office chair putting your feet down like stop the spiral stop the spiral and it may take your head a few turns to like get back to like not being dizzy headed in that spiral but yeah you you can get there if especially if you're conscientious about it and because I mean if the things that we say to ourselves we would fucking never say to one of our friends you know exactly what I mean? and even when we're on this podcast and I think like you just said I need to take my own advice 
we often we're doing that all the time because we're talking out we're just talking these issues out loud Mm -hmm. and even just doing that makes you look from the outside in like oh wait I'm I'm doing that yeah I should stop that or like when we judge people for doing the x y and z and we're like oh shit I uh do that too and just being like we're human we're mm-hmm. human. There's no right or wrong. Like there, are, it actually is. But like, yeah, there's definitely some rights and wrongs. <laughs> yes, yes, but we are on our own journeys uh-huh. and to give ourselves just so much grace because there's that ambition to where we want better, we mm-hmm. want more, we want to reach these goals. There's a lot to be said for that, and it doesn't happen overnight. It really does not. It does not. And so I think that when you notice, if you can notice you're in the negative yeah. or the spiral is like first things first, like sl- one step at a time, slow the spiral down, yep. trying to get it to the stop. And that can literally mean that with whatever you're doing, stop, yeah. stop moving, <laughs> close your eyes, yeah, take a breath. And just start, yep, focus on your breathing because Mm -hmm. often when you're in those spirals, like your heart rate's probably up (laughs) and you probably don't even know, but you're like anxious and um, you're having visceral reactions. Yes. And you're probably releasing certain chemicals in your brain that do things to your body and it's a domino effect. And it's just really, you gotta, you gotta recognize it's happening. You gotta pause and just slowly try to take yourself out of the muck however that might work for you whether that's giving yourself then positive affirmations you know uh, yeah speaking slapping yourself in the face like uh maybe not literally but you know but if that's what it is then shit man I've definitely done it I mean (laughs) I have had to literally like stop and like give myself some yeah slappies on the face like chill the fuck out or yes. like mostly when I do that it's like a get it together like yeah. pump yourself Re-center. up whatever yeah um and just get ready for it or like or the opposite of calm calm down chill yeah. like what are you freaking out about yeah or like so you have talked a lot about how you're not great with the climbs mm-hmm. so for example it would be good for you to be like okay this is going to be hard for me, but mm-hmm. I have two legs. I have this awesome bike that I just got fit. I'm so blessed for that. And I'm going to do this the best that I can. Yeah. And if that is 25 minutes under what the fastest person's time is, then that's fine. It's a journey with you and yourself. Mm-hmm. No one fucking else, but it is really hard to not compare. It is hard, especially if you're with somebody, right? And then your friends just going and going and you're like, oh my God, how many times are they stopping for me? And when they do stop, how long are they waiting? Yeah. They just wait eight minutes for me. Like, and then, you know, like get there like, oh, so sorry. You're like, oh no, I just stopped. Like, you're, you know, you're not that far behind just because yeah. you can't see the person or something. Or it's also like, I'm really trying to stop saying sorry for them. Like, you know what you're getting into coming with me. And if, if we get to the point, like, so you keep going as long and as far as you want, you do not have to stop and wait for me. Mm -hmm. And if they do, that's their choice. They stopped, they waited. So I don't have to say anything and I can stop and take my breath. Or sometimes, you know, like I have to keep going, even though it's slow. If I stop, then 
it all just like it gets harder to start yeah so I just have to keep my tortoise pace and just slow (laughs) and steady go um and I'll get there whatnot and and it's kind of like the slow and steady pace even with negative thoughts if you're thinking negatively about your just like your body image or your self-worth is Mm -hmm. like slow and steady thoughts to get you back to the positive Mm -hmm. like just okay again relax and try to do some balancing out work like no you're not a pile of shit you're not you're if not. I was a pile of shit, maybe only a pile of bird shit, you know, yeah. not dog shit, which is really high shit. in phosphorus yeah. and super good for the environment. And then you're like, you know, no, I'm not even a pile of, of, of bird shit. I'm, I'm a, just a <laughs> tiny little pile of caterpillar shit. And then you're yeah. like, I'm not a pile of shit at all. What am I talking about? Yeah, also, <laughs> worm shit is soil and that's yeah. what our food grows in. It's so important. Shit yeah. is very important and we shouldn't be as afraid of poop as we are <laughs> even though it is gross and disgusting and there can be some like really bad bacteria you it. have it's absolutely. really not as bad as we make it out to be there it smells good it smells it. horrendous but yeah. also because we eat horrendous food oh uh, so, like cow yeah. pie doesn't stink yeah but you know it does but not like toxic <laughs> no dog like some of dog my shit shits. and human shit smells so bad because we yes. eat highly processed gross food but mm-hmm. like does bear shit stink i don't think so yeah it just looks like blueberries yeah but um but anyway we digress about (laughs) shit (laughs) just getting yourself out of the spiral um hop off that ride man hop off the ride I mean it ain't for you it's not it's not and it's really hard to stop ourselves from going there um but like you mentioned just then with the hill climb thing is a, a great way to maybe just even avoid going into that spiral as a recognizing the situation beforehand like you know what stuff when you can control it like that's something I can control more is knowing that certain activities can get me into a spiral so I can know beforehand like hey give myself that pep talk like you're okay it's gonna be hard but you're gonna make it through there obviously sometimes we get thrown into those spirals like with out of the blue we have no idea we can't choose what someone else does to us that puts us in that yeah but you or can start to recognize, yeah, you can also try to recognize that, hey, I know when someone gives me a negative comment or negative feedback that I can tend to, to take it too far and too deep and too personally. So if someone's going to give me a negative comment, I need to realize like, that's not, it's not personal all the time, you know, you, yeah. obviously sometimes it is someone's talking shit to your face, but if it's a work situation or mm-hmm. something and it's, it's feedback, it's not, again, a lot of times, maybe not personal, but, um, like I said, I take a lot of things personal and that's something yeah. I work on all the time is to realize like, no, um, that wasn't towards me and my character. Yes. Um, so if you can just re- trying to recognize things before you go into the spiral that hey this is something that sets me off and trying to slow it down before it even gets Mm -hmm. going and then Mm -hmm. take yourself out um also accept that we can't be great at all things always all the time yep 100 percent, including with controlling our thoughts Mm -hmm. and not spiraling and trying to think positively it's gonna happen yeah you're gonna gonna have those days and that's fucking fine you can have a self-pity day let yourself have the day yeah it's okay to not be okay but try not to let it overcome you for a week for a month for your life yes yes. but 
it is a fine line, I think, of feeling your feelings and letting yourself express them versus sitting in them too long. Yes. Like, it's okay to be angry. Be angry. Take yes. some anger out in a healthy way. Find a healthy way to do that. It's okay to be sad. Be fucking sad. Cry. Like, get it out. Mm-hmm. And these are visceral visceral reactions um, that are manifested because of these emotions, these chemical things going on in your body. Like they want to get out. So let Mm -hmm. them come out. (laughs) Yes. But we just have to find the healthy ways to get them out. mm -hmm. And another thing that I feel like our generation does or generations have done is be like, Oh man, this life is so hard. Everything's so hard. And if you think about, I, um, this is like a total, like, offshoot thing but if you think about like people who have pioneered this fucking place like you think you've got some hard shit which I'm not trying to undermine people's struggles and things but like pioneering people who had to discover like what foods were poisonous or what foods were good to eat or not to eat like I don't know like it it just it could be worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) always always could be worse and of course that's hard to think of in your moment of mm-hmm. being down or Negative self-pity spiral. or whatever but um but it's a good thing to remind yourself once you're able to get out of it is or like slow slow it down is that like wait could be worse it's okay yeah and it's very alienating when you do get into those spirals where you're like I'm the only one who's a piece of shit yep <laughs> I'm like, like exactly that. that's yeah yeah what I said last week too about boundaries and stuff and I've been the person of um just a thinking like life's happening to me and not anybody yeah. else it's like no everyone's going through it and again it it doesn't make it easier in the moment but if you can think about that at some point it makes it a little bit easier to get all the way out of it mm-hmm. slow it down and then maybe that could be the anchor to pulling you all the way out of it it's like wait 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 Hell yeah this is not just me and um also within acknowledging that your negative thinking voice it mm-hmm. call up a buddy if they're you know be like hey man I'm really having some negative thoughts and I just kind of if you have a moment if you're in the right headspace if we could just talk about this like even talking to you about this right now I'm just like yeah man like it just feels so much like I don't know whatever I was negative spiraling about seems a little bit lighter yeah Getting like so getting it out through whatever emotions are gonna show their face or venting, talking about it, writing about it. I mean, I can already tell to you, we're virtual, we're seeing each other on Zoom, but you are you have a different energy about you now than you did even just from the beginning. And I feel like I can see some more energy in you that yeah. it's like, okay, after this, you're a little bit revitalized to go outside, yes. go for a walk and get some movement in your body Yes, because you've gotten, you were able to get yourself in a different state of mind mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, I don't need to sit in the funk and just be lazy and bummed out. And like we said, that is totally fine to do that. Yes. 100% do no judgment too, on that. <laughs> yeah. Don't let yourself do it too long. And there's I don't know you can also think about like okay yeah this isn't one of those times that I really need to let myself sit in it Mm -hmm. it's not that mucky of a thing 
I could pull myself out of it, but there's some shit in life that happens that you're like, yeah, no, this deserves a sit in bed all day or take five naps kind of thing. Yeah. But you can look at this like, you know what, my day today, like, yeah, it was shitty. I was in a bad mood or whatever the heck was happening is not the greatest, but like you said, could be worse. And I can take myself on a walk to get through it. I can exercise. I can go see a friend or whatever. And Mm -hmm. Um, and it just feels you don't so have to good. go at it alone either that's yep. another hard thing that our society always teaches us is that whenever we're going through shit we have to do it alone but you really don't and yeah, more like, often don't put than it not, on other people and yes. it's like no that's what your friends are here for exactly like, same thing as the simple surface level shit of telling your friend that hey i'm slow at climbing but you don't have to stick around for it and you being that friend is like no I'm here for it yeah your friends are here for it your true friends are here for it all and if they're not I'm gonna have to tell you to look at that relationship (laughs) if they're not here for it then you have you have tears of friendship and that's not a bad thing I have tears of friendship this Mm -hmm. is my friend who I call for this this is my friend who I call for that that's you know an acquaintance like Mm -hmm. it is fine it is one you don't have to do everything with everybody but you know that circle of friends who are here for it Mm -hmm. and if you if you thought they were here for it and they ain't then they're getting moved to a different tier exactly move and it may not feel bad about it yeah Yeah. don't feel bad about it like I know I'm not calling them at this time but yeah because again they might be somewhere else in their life so they yeah. might not be, you know, they could be going through something too that they don't have the space or capacity for it. And you don't have to hold a grudge against them for it, for them not being able to be there for you at all. But it's a place where you can put space in that relationship for the time being until you're mm-hmm. and get what you need out of them. And they're going to get what they need out of you. Yep. Find the balance in your relationships. Um, like I said, it doesn't have to be forever. If they move to one tier or the other, it could be, yeah. it could be a short amount of time, but <laughs> Or a while. Yeah. You do you. Every, yep. every scenario is totally different. Your people, feelings are valid. Yep. And people change. People change. Mm-hmm. Relationship change. All sorts of them throughout your life. Family, friends, partnerships, whatever. It all fucking changes. So. Um, and they all require work. And they're all, for the most part, not easy. No, <laughs> no. Some are. And that's great. But like I said, yes. most of them aren't and even the ones that are probably go through at least a time period of it mm-hmm. but again let's normalize that that yeah things are just fucking hard yeah things are hard it's not it's easy hard. there's no simple solution for anything no pill you can Ser- pop. yep i was just about to say seriously if you are still in the world that believes in diet pills like get the fuck off that train now mm-hmm. don't work it does not work crash diets fucking anything in your life that is quick and easy is not sustainable most likely (laughs) it's worth it and it's not sustainable you gotta do the damn work yep um unless you're blessed (laughs) some kind of body situation or something that it just genie in a bottle yeah 100 some people are they just got that mad luck no matter what they do but most of us don't so nope lucky ducks life takes work and life is fucking hard mm-hmm. but um for, but for most people it is so just don't don't give up on yourself mm-hmm. 
and tell yourself good things. Good things. Like you're the best. You're the best. You're just the best. You're the prettiest, the smartest, the kindest, the you're so strong. Whatever yeah. the hell it is you want yeah. to be. That's how I used to end a lot of my yoga classes was um like you know tell yourself something that you want to hear from someone else like what's the thing that you so that desire so deeply to hear from other people and tell that to yourself right now and just repeat it to yourself over and over and over oh I love that yeah if you wish that you were hearing like you're so smart you're so witty you're so strong or whatever repeat that to yourself over and over and over again because if you don't believe it no one else is going to well that's not true plenty of people believe in and see things in you but the point is like make yourself believe it because you don't need anyone else Mm -hmm. to believe it besides yourself and you want people to tell you that because you want to believe it Mm -hmm. but you're the one that matters so you tell yourself that you believe it you feel it you make that burn inside of yourself so that it just radiates out yeah and then you'll hear it and you won't even need to hear it by that point that was fucking beautiful taryn thanks i should go back to teaching yoga huh you really should (laughs) (laughs) yeah i forgot about that honestly until that very moment but i loved ending all my classes that that way i'm trying to think of what i would want to hear from other people but i feel like i want that I want to tell myself something deeper than you're a good mom. No, what friend? You know what I mean? Like it has to be, I want the thing that I want to tell myself to be a little bit more um, me focused every day though. It can be something different. It can be something throughout the day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this. This is the only thing you can ever hear from anyone in your life. Like today, wake up in the morning. Like, Hmm. Today, what do I want to hear from people? How do I want to feel? Do I want to feel like the smartest I've ever felt today? The strongest yeah. the, that I am? A, the Like, what are you doubting yourself in today? Mm-hmm. If you're waking up and you're, you know, or going to bed or something, and you're feeling like, man, I just, I'm not feeling like a good mom. Yeah. I need someone to tell me that. Yeah, true. That could be your morning, it could be your evening. It could be your day. Like then tell yourself that. And it yeah. can be that surface level. you be like, mm-hmm. I want someone to fucking tell me I am so pretty. Then tell yeah. yourself that because as much as we try to get away from looks being the thing that we're complimenting people on, it's still in us. It's ingrained mm-hmm. in us. And you just want to feel attractive. Mm-hmm. You just do. And there's no shame in that. Nope. No Sexuality shame is a very important part of who we are. Yeah. So you tell yourself that whatever it is you need to hear like every fucking day that's why I don't I you know like to would like to end it like every class because it's not always the same thing it's like today right now what do you want to hear from someone Mm. what do you Mm. wish someone would just come up out of nowhere and say to you and you just like oh thank you yeah I believe it it's like no you just make yourself believe it by telling yourself it because it's Mm -hmm. true yeah whatever it is is true you just have to Believe get it. there yep yeah. just gotta dig it out of yourself hop off the so ride. i mean we could end it with that for all yeah. you out there right now is whatever you're out there doing maybe you don't need to hear this right now but you can take it with you for later i you put that in your back pocket that what do you want to hear from someone what is it that you feel that 
you would believe it if someone else told you. Yeah. Pick one thing for today. It can be something different in an hour, in a day, in a week. But first thing that just comes to your mind that you would really wish someone would say out of nowhere, just say that. Yeah. Over and over again. Over and over. Repeat it. Just repeat it. Repeat it. Use it as like a mantra throughout your day. Um, Because like I said, I don't know what it is. It could be anything for you. But if you want to hear it and that's what you're feeling like, it is true. You just have to maybe peel back layers to get to it and make it radiate from within your soul. Hell yeah. So that was our rant for the day. Lots of bike talk, bike fits, and straight into like a 180-ish of just deep thinking. Um, So hopefully you all enjoyed that, learned some information on bicycling and uh, how you may be able to help yourself get out of the spirals of negative thoughts. And of course, 100%, if you cannot get out of negative thoughts and you're feeling certain way all the time, like you need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Talk call to your mom. Professional to know that no matter what podcast or friend or anything you talk to, it does not replace talking to a professional. If you are in a place that you think you really need some help. Because yeah, especially if it is like a chemical imbalance, because then you definitely need a pill. Yep. We're just trying to let you all know what works for us and let you know that, you know, we can relate to you, but man, don't let anything take the place of, of finding some professional help if you yeah. need it. Cause there ain't no shame in that either. Mm-hmm. So find your uh your own personal mantra for what you want to hear what you want to tell yourself what you need to make yourself believe to radiate it out of you and i hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day <laughs> evening week and i just feel like doing some yoga now oh girl i mean i don't think i'm going to but like it feels <laughs> nice <laughs> i've got some things to do yeah. but... <laughs> all yeah. right well we'll be back and hopefully we'll actually uh have uh, our good friend Hillary back here soon so we can catch up with her it's been going on a year of the episode we had with her and her big move to the Virgin Islands and she's back she's back in the um, continental United States so we'd love to catch up with her and hear about her experience of um, of that so if you hadn't listened to that episode that was one of our most played and you can go hear about making a major life change in your mid thirties. <laughs> now we can hear about how that all went. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle. Like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.